welcome to Mind Body Stuff. I'm Kaylee. I'm Bernice. And <laughs> and we've got Frankie here. Now what do we do? Now we, we've got Frankie again. We'll probably have Frankie for a while on these podcasts. So, yes. Uh, sorry about the distracting noises, but this is life. This is what it looks like now. Life with a newborn. It's messy. It's imperfect. It's yeah. crazy. It's fun. It's awesome. But she's just going to join along for a Basically everything. Yeah, for a for while. about six months. About six months. <laughs> until she's done with the teat. Well, until, <laughs> until I feel like she can be detached from my body a little bit more. For a little bit longer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it, like, um, because we co-sleep, and I was thinking, like, she is, <clears throat> we're, like, physically touching for probably 20 hours a day. And that's the best part of having a little baby, though, I because I was just thinking about this with my 12-year-old, and I'm like, oh, we don't hardly touch anymore. I mean, we oh, do. Like, yeah. I put him to bed, and yeah. he wants me to tickle his back, and right. but I'm thinking, oh, he probably's not going to want that, you know, in like two or three years. Oh, or, totally. So, but it's that slow, gradual separation. separation. You start so, well, you start, you start as conjoined, one. totally, and then you slowly separate. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. It is crazy. So I'm enjoying these. I was just thinking, like, even if I try to put her down in the other room, I kind of feel like it's too far away. Oh, yeah. I get, like, a little anxious. Yeah, or I'm just like, oh, I want her next to me. Where's so, my baby? So she's just hopefully snoozing for the rest of this podcast. We'll see. She seems very happy, and she's got kind of a loud breathing. <laughs> kind of a loud breather. She's like a puppy. <gasps> I know. <gasps> I know. Do you hear my voice? I got sick last night. Uh-oh. We had the ULA instructor uh, holiday party, and I stayed up. Well, I was out till 9.45. Very late for you. That's very late for me. And yes. I think my body was like, whoa, lady. Too much. Too much. And then I woke up with like a raspy throat. And Joe has kind of a raspy throat, too. Does she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we I partied kind of hard, a raspy throat, let me tell you guys. <laughs> whoa, Hello. <laughs> Me and Frankie especially. Oh, yeah. They were getting we were, down. Yeah. We were party animals. Kind of dancing around. <laughs> out of control. Out of control. We totally were. <laughs> um, but it was it, a fun party. It though. was really fun. Thanks, instructors. Yeah. Thanks for, for making it in Missoula. Um, so this is the first podcast of 2019. And I was just thinking, B, it's been a whole year since we've been doing podcasts. I know. I looked it up. December 18th is that when we was re- our first podcast. No yeah. That's like almost exactly a year ago. A year ago today. And it started with our story. Our story. That the was Ula the worst. Story. That was the worst podcast. We, how many, oh. how many times did we film that? Oh, we, we, we were in a special booth and at the university and it was like kind of stressful. Yeah. And we like had notes and we made an outline. We literally recorded that three different times. Oh yeah. And I had like a, my phone going, kind of filming us too oh, yeah, at the we same gonna, time. We were going to post, post the video, the video. Of us doing podcasts, which is not the best that idea. That was a bad idea. But, um, yeah, we've come a long way. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then we just realized, we realized it's just so not our style to take notes and do an outline. It's much more just who we are to just sit down and turn the mic on and have a conversation. And chat. Yeah. We were getting kind of hung up on, the, especially me. I'm like, we didn't cover point one A. I know. I know. We totally would. We'd I kept like, like circling back. How do we get back to that point? What about in Ula when everybody uses their voices? We didn't cover the voices part. <laughs> <laughs> so now you guys get just real life. Just the raw. Podcast. 
but raw, thank- authentic. Yeah, just us, who we are in the moment. Um, thank you guys for listening, whether you've been listening since the beginning or if you've joined somewhere along the way. I love recording the podcast each week. It's one of my favorite things. Yeah, me too. It's, it's a awesome. nice little, it's sort of a grounding thing for mm-hmm. me. Like, it's, oh, what are we going to talk about? And it's totally grounding for me too. Time to explore that topic. And I don't know if you guys listened to the podcast that I was uh, the guest speaker on one week. It was a couple weeks ago. It's called Insight on Impact. And he was like, he's like, do you ever stop thinking about like this stuff? Like, do you ever stop thinking about mind body stuff? And I was laughing and I was like, well, not really, because we have to record a podcast every single week. Mm -hmm. And so I love the fact that we are almost forced, but willingly forced to think about some of this stuff every single week. I love that. I love that we're just forced to keep doing the work. Yeah, that's a good point. Otherwise, we, you know, we... We, we do it a lot anyway. We were doing it before. Mm-hmm. But this gives us a reason to do it weekly. Yeah. You know, before we get in these deep conversations, you know, at 2 p.m. sometimes and be like, oh, I have to go pick up Ray or, you know. <laughs> and now it's like, oh, and now we can share these conversations with everybody. Yeah, and don't forget to join us on the website. Any thoughts that you guys have, we want to hear. I love Love, love, love hearing different perspectives and ideas and stories and we just love that connection with you guys. Yeah, we've had some of the best podcasts based on some of your recommendations. So that's been super helpful. And it's so great to just learn about the community around us and that's involved. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think today we were going to talk about a little bit of a year in review. A year in review. And then also just looking forward to 2019 and any hopes or dreams or, you know, I, I whatever. We all have thoughts on what resolutions, resolutions mean and what they bring up for people. But, you know, goal setting, whatever you want to call it. Intention yeah. setting. Mm-hmm. Um, so how would you how would you describe your 2018 be? 2018, it was a big year because my daughter got married. Oh, yeah. I forgot that. Or I didn't forget it, but it took... You talk about it all the time. It took up a big <laughs> chunk of the year. It took up you like... Did. A, you guys were You guys planned for that wedding a We lot. did. And if you had like a... Again, if you had your pie chart, and uh, I had to say what we did, what I did in the year, a big portion of it would be planning the wedding. Yeah. But, of course, we got to plan the wedding in Hawaii, which, you know, made it much more... Oh, yeah, you guys you guys went to Hawaii all the time. It wasn't, like, painful. How many trips did you make to Hawaii last year? Did you count? Probably five or six, maybe. I would say more. More than that? I don't think so. You always think I'm gone more, but I'm not as gone as she thinks I am. No, you went went your December into January one. Then you guys went again, I think, in February. And then you went like in March, maybe. I think no, in, no, no. That's not right. No, like no. May. May. You you went. That's right, May. And then you went one more time right before the wedding, didn't you? I just went in August and stayed. Oh, you went in August and stayed, and then you went again in October. I went in October five times. Oh, that's all. Okay, I, five I times. think we're missing one. I think maybe I think six we're missing times. one too. I think you went a little bit more. So that took up a big chunk, and it, you know, weddings are. Um, it was a very, uh, it was a good thing that we did because as I talked about before, this property that's been in the family where she had the wedding is transitioning to new ownership 
And we didn't know it at the time when we set up the wedding. Mm -hmm. But so we could have all our family there. And like some of the people brought up, it turned out to be a celebration yeah. instead of a sad time of yeah. letting go. It was more like, look how wonderful. Our family's been having parties here for over 100 years. Yeah. And now we're going to say goodbye. Aww. And um, yeah. But we went out with a celebration. So yeah. it was much bigger than the wedding, really, that we, we didn't realize that at the time. But I'm super appreciative that that happened organically. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It was a beautiful wedding. Yeah. Um, anything else you'd like to talk about for 2018? 2018. Um, oh, and my kids started middle school. That's been a bit, that's hard for me. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> Only because I had a hard time in middle school and high school, as a lot of us did. A lot of us do. Um, yeah. So that was kind of a big, you know, I was like, oh, no, we're out of elementary school, and now we're going into middle school. Right. And transitioning to that period of preteen to teen yeah stuff so but that's yeah. been going really really well so far fingers crossed good he only hates me half the time <laughs> loves me the other half <laughs> pretty good that's pretty, pretty good darn uh, percentage good. for middle school pretty darn good and how about you how was your 2018 you've been busy your uterus was busy my uterus was busy um she was booked yeah yeah i mean being pregnant was a huge surprise um like we've talked about i Stopped breastfeeding in March and then found out I was pregnant, or February, and then found out I was pregnant. I got pregnant in March. Yeah. So that was a shock. Um, but she's here, and so that obviously is a huge one. Um, I think, um, I don't know, I think there's like a lot of stuff going on on a like a universal level that's been interesting. And I think that there have been, I don't know, a lot of political stuff that obviously has affected most everyone who has a pulse in this country. Um, so that I think has been, it's been interesting for me to try to stay my path of being loving and being open-minded, but then also trying to manage my anger towards some things. And so that's been really challenging for me this year, especially, um, and let's see what else. Yeah, I mean, lots of transition, lots of change. I think that um, one, I don't know, I think one major theme of my life is, um, well, I don't know, just like trying to be present through everything and trying to Trying to feel like gratitude for the moment. I've been working on that a lot. Like we've talked about in these recent podcasts, um, just how a newborn can really just bring you into the present moment. So I think I have a lot of lessons in that and not getting stressed out about a messy house or dishes not done. That's, I think, a very common theme that keeps running through my life of how to just, how to be grateful, how to be present, how to not get caught up in the in the little tiny stuff that at the end of my life, when I'm on my deathbed, I'm going to not care about, you know, I'm just trying to stay really present and really connected to the things that when I'm dying, that I want to look back and be like, yes, I'm so glad I prioritized that mm -hmm. over the other. And so, yeah, working on that. And I've got that kind of ties into what I'm hoping for, uh, personally for 2019, but yeah, I think 2018 was a really big year for a lot of us. Oh, yeah, big transition year, as everyone can tell from my, if you follow me on social media, 
um, trying to keep that under wraps. <laughs> mm -hmm. But Ula has been so helpful with some of the frustration and mm -hmm. um, concerns some of us have had mm -hmm. about the about where thing what where things are happening globally and nationally. And um, I've been so thankful for those songs we get to do in class sometimes. What right. about you folks? Jeez, I've had, sometimes I feel like I can't manage it all. And then I'll come and do class and I'll be like, okay, I can manage this. Right. We can manage this. We can have, you know, we can still stay true to our vision and, you know, what we hope nationally and globally and that we don't have to take it personally every time, but maybe we do. I don't know. Maybe there's a combination of both there. I was also thinking about the retreats. Oh, uh-huh. How um, mm -hmm. the retreats and the workshops, yeah, that was a big this addition this year uh -huh. when you were talking just then. And we had quite a few uh, personal breakthroughs, as you guys have heard on this podcast, yeah. because of those retreats and workshops. Um, yeah, we definitely did. And it's been, it was sort of, uh, to me, it was welcoming, like how uh -huh. wonderful to... This is this, on, this ongoing process of growth. Yeah. And shocking. Like, oh. Yeah. I don't let my husband love me. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, those types of things. Yeah, but it's things. shocking how many of us came to that same realization in the workshops. Yes. Like, that was fascinating to me that so many, like, what is with us women who have a hard time letting our husbands truly love us? Yeah, and it's I'm, weird. I'm fascinated by that. Yes. That so many of us. Have that struggle same with that thing, like yeah. no matter where we did this workshop, that was something that a lot of people connected with. Yes, oh, yeah, you know, it was really interesting to me, and it's been really good for me to explore that personally. Yeah, and it's weird, I find it odd that we're when we date, I keep going, you know, the, the cycle of a relationship, it seems like when we date, so we get so enamored with the human, with the right. other. You know, I mean, I remember just looking at Mike, just being like, oh my gosh, he's like a... He was hot when he was young. He's like a god. Wow. <laughs> I would have looked at him that way, too. I'd just be all like, oh, 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 oh. And, but it wasn't even like, he was beautiful, but it was <laughs> I know, like... I'm just kidding. <laughs> he was like a savior or something. I had all this, like... And not just a savior, but like, our life together was going to be this magical time. Right. You know? Yeah. Which, it's, I guess it should be in the beginning, because why else would you do it? Well, you know? and I think there's probably something biological to that. You got to like feel that like intense <gasps> attraction to like want to be like, yeah, sure, I'll spend the rest of my, my life, life with you. With this human, <laughs> it's a pretty big commitment. And right now, there. after you know, ten years, twenty years, I, you know, you, you, you just, I'm shocked by the fact where I'm like, don't, don't do that. Like, don't act like you love me here. You know, and I'm like, what? what? I mean, I would have died or I would have loved yeah, that, right? you know, totally. when I was like 23. Totally. And now I'm just like, oh, please, yeah. you don't really mean that, <laughs> you know? And it's, it's just a weird, I don't know if it's self-protective or, right. um, I don't know what it is like you were talking about, but it's, it's just an interesting conundrum, something we probably need to continue to explore. I wonder if Part of it for me, too, I've been thinking about this as I continue to process. Uh, I wonder if part of it for me, too, is it's like when I was 19 and first met him and everything was magical and exciting and whatever, I wasn't, I don't know, I wasn't like on this mission to be like, I'm going to find myself. 
and I'm going to feel empowered and I'm going to, and I'm going to go, I've got my own like spiritual personal <coughs> journey that I'm on. It was more like I'm on a journey to find my partner yes. to start my life with this point. person. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm established in exactly what I wanted to set up for my life and secure and secure in that. And I trust that now there's like this part of me that's like, okay, now that you've got this like really beautiful foundation laid, now you can explore more deeply who you are as an individual because you have this beautiful like um foundation yes yeah, secure foundation secure foundation and yeah. you have a partner who loves you and now you can start doing more of this personal work and now I know that that's not everybody's journey I no, know that true. it doesn't always go in that order mm -hmm. or you know a partnership isn't as important to some people whatever there's a million different ways to be in this world mm -hmm. but for me um it was kind of the order that I needed to go in it's weird though because I then I feel like I agree with what you said. I but and I feel like what happens for me is like I have this secure foundation, but then I don't feed it. Oh sure. Do you know what I mean? I don't like yeah. care for it. Right. It's almost like well, it's built, done. Mm. Off I go. Off I go. Sure. You know. Yeah. And I realize, and I talk to my um, clients about this, but I don't practice it. Oh, sure. Of course, you need to take care of that primary relationship. Yeah. You can't just assume. I right. mean, and that doesn't mean you have to be like, oh no, he might leave. It's not that. It's more, you just have to care for it. Mm -hmm. You can't just leave it. Right. Like, like you built a house and you yeah. never look at your foundation. Yes. You're like, you should probably look at it occasionally. Yeah. Right. Are there some water seeping in over here? Totally. You know? Yeah. I think, I think that's true for me too. And I think part of this, uh, this last workshop, the let love in, I think that really was like, Kaylee, you got to pay attention to this mm -hmm. because it is, he you've got to pay attention to it. Like he loves you. You love him, but you also have to nourish and nur nurture, nurture it. Mm -hmm. This relationship too. Yeah. That was a big one. I loved our workshops. I love the workshops. I can't wait too. to keep doing workshops. The workshops are probably my favorite part of our job right now. Yes. And me the, like, too. I love the oh, podcast. And I, love I love the podcast and I love dancing. I love dancing. Yes. Trainings, all that. I love choreography. So fun. Oh my gosh. Love it. So much fun. But I do love the wait, workshops. Man, you have a good job. <laughs> We I know, have a I'm like, very good what job. What don't I like about it? I don't like, there's definitely stuff I don't like about this job. Maybe but buying the Lysol toilet bowl cleaner. Actually, like I, shopping. I like shopping. You because like shopping. You love errands. I love specific things. I don't like shopping without a goal. I don't like, like, Christmas shopping. I hate that. Because it's like, I'm lost in the store, and there's right. 400 mugs. You know, oh, sure. I just feel, like, totally like, overwhelmed. One thing that I need to buy, and I will buy that I have thing. my list. Yeah. I got the nice show. Even when I came in today, I showed Kaylee, so she's interested. I'm like, here's a calendar. <laughs> Look at what I bought. 2019 calendar. It's like, good job, <laughs> B. Here's Proud the toilet bowl cleaner. Here's some Swiffer dusters. But yes. that type of shopping, I do like. But... Yeah, yeah, I even like that. I don't well, like the generalized shopping. It kind of is interesting to talk about like what we like and what we don't like about the jobs because I um having I think also oh. uh I think also what happened in 2018 was I was like really forced to look at where my time, where my energy, where my focus is going mm -hmm. and if and where it needs to be redirected. Yes. And having a third kid is like I think one of the things that was this big catalyst for making sure that my energy is distributed where A, it needs to be, and B, where I feel joy. Because 
I want to like my job and I want to be happy and I deserve to be happy. And you want to have and balance. And I've worked hard enough that I, I, I want to be happy in my job. Yes. You know, I'm not in those days anymore where it was like just at the very beginning, head down, being like, oh my gosh, Bulldozer. I'm working all the time. I have no idea what, what I'm doing. How am I going to figure this out? Like, I, if I'm going to continue doing ULA, which is a choice for me. Yes. Yes, always. I, 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 I like that's a choice. I love if that. If Ula things... continues or if Ula doesn't continue, yes. that is my choice. Yes. And the only way that I'm going to continue doing Ula is if it makes me happy. And so for me, uh, I think getting pregnant and now having Frankie has been a really uh it's a it's a really good like um question that I ask myself, like, am I happy in this situation and what do I need to do to become happy? Yes. And so, like, looking at which jobs I like, which jobs I don't, like, I, I only want to focus on the jobs that make me happy now. Yeah. You know, and hire other people to do the jobs that don't make me happy or cut those parts out of ULA, you know? Like, it's been it's been interesting because I finally am at the point where I'm okay to say I deserve to be happy in this job. I deserve to be, you know, not just, like... To do what I want to do. To do what do. I want to do. Yes. I want to do it. And I'm okay saying that now. Yeah. And I think, yeah, like, again, this third kid has been, like, either if you're at your work and if you're away from your kids or if you're, you know, sacrificing things at home, it better be things that bring me joy and I find really valuable and of service. Yes. And if they don't, point. I'm not going to do them anymore. No. <laughs> that is a good... Yes. Good job. Thank you. Like, I'm okay to say That's that like now. That's like a 2018 learning thing. It was. Thing. Yeah. And it's been a learning curve. And the other parts that are hard about our job, our jobs, is that um, we have to make tough decisions sometimes. Sure. You know? Yeah. Because it's a business uh-huh. that, you know, because sometimes we get, um, we get caught up in the beauty of... The curiosity, mm-hmm. you know, and the beauty of the work that we get to do with these, with you wonderful people and with us. Right. But occasionally we, we are confronted with, you know, business decisions. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we have to make a decision for the business. Right. And that's been tough. But I, I think. don't like those decisions. They're no, hard to make. They're hard to make. And um, sometimes they don't feel good. But, but ultimately it has helped us improve the the vision of where we want this company to go. Yeah. So we do have to do hard decisions sometimes to sort of help help encourage that direction of growth. Yeah. Yeah. I agree um, with that. And I think that's great too for us to learn, all of us to learn, you know, there's tough decisions we need to make and I'm always like afraid of like disappointing this community or like you hurting know, people. Hurt. Yeah. Or just like, you know, when people may disagree with my decisions, like that has like weighed heavy on me, but I can't let it anymore. Like I, I, I care about other people's opinions still, but I can't live my life based on how I feel people are going to react to my decisions. Good point. Yes. Like I just can't. And I don't think anyone should do that. I I think everyone, if we're going to be functioning at our highest capacity and in the brightest light possible, we have to uh, listen to our gut. We've got to do the things that light us up so that we can continue doing this work, so that it inspires us. So it's this cyclical thing of like, I'm doing this work because it's inspiring me. I'm doing inspirational work because I'm inspired by it. I, we, we have to stay in the light. We have to stay in what brings us joy and what brings us purpose, what allows us to serve at our highest potential. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I one big thing that I also struggle with and work on is, um, not being so concerned with what other people think of me. And I love the quote. It's like, what other people think of me is none of my business. 
You always love that. I love that quote, and I need to live that more. It's really none of my business. And if I'm, if I'm doing a, a good job, and if I feel like I'm being a good person, and if I'm following my gut and my path, and and serving in the ways that I think I need to be serving, then I have to stop caring so much about what other people think. But that's hard for me. It's hard. It's hard for most people. It is hard I for think, most people to not, you know, worry about what people think. Mm -hmm. And but can you imagine? And we've talked about this before. If you decide to be a leader of any type, mm -hmm. you're gonna you you have to get past that part of it because sure you know you're it's constantly people you're just not going to make everybody happy i remember my dad telling me that yeah. a long time ago he's like why are you so worried about everybody being happy mm -hmm. he's like not everyone is going to be happy right that is not your job yeah that's such a good reminder such a good point yeah sometimes i'll be like i don't know if that person is happy yeah what did i do how can i make it better and i, I just i can't keep expending that type of energy anymore no and i'd be like frozen me. at home you know as a kid or as a teenager and my dad's like what are you doing Oh, yeah, totally. I'm like, well, because, you know, so-and-so so -and -so isn't happy and they don't like me. They don't me. like me anymore. And he was like, okay, well, let me tell you, let me show you the, you know, thousands of people don't like me. Right. You know. Yeah, and one thing that I've been doing, too, is just, like, asking myself, and I think we talked about this a couple podcasts podcasts ago, but, like, am I going to care about this in a year? Am I going to care about this in five years? When I look back, like, oh, is, this, is this really that big of a deal? Do yes. I need to be not sleeping at night or feeling, like, upset Torn in my stomach or, because yeah. of this and yeah if there's something that I've done or that's something that something that I need to fix then I need to do that mm -hmm. but if it's out of my control I gotta let it go you gotta, let, I gotta it go. let it go life's too short yeah oh my gosh like I've been what so many Christmas movies are about like a parent that's died oh have you noticed that like no. the, recently I watched two like Hallmarky type Christmas movies and it was like always a parent died oh, and I'm like I hate that you know, but, 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 and, and I think we've talked about like, do you have to experience the darkness to fully appreciate the light? And I think part of that is like, I don't like, what if I, what if I died or what if my husband died or, you know, like, do I want to have spent like this, this time, like focused on or stressing about the things that I don't have control over. No, I don't. Mm -hmm. I want to put my energy into the goodness, into the love, into the people who love me, into my family, into, into you know, the things that really matter. Mm -hmm. I've got to stop worrying so much about what other people think. That's, yes. a big, that's a big thing for me for 2019. Prioritizing my time and energy, making sure that what I'm doing is on my path to purpose and joy, and stop caring about what anybody else thinks about my personal path. No, because that can just freeze you in your tracks. You now, know? it is hard in this job because I feel like part of my job is to serve you all and make community. people happy. And so that's where I get hung up because I'm like, well, if I'm if I'm doing what makes me happy, then is it is it not going to make this community happy? Mm -hmm. Like that does, you know, I I do take that into account. But I also think, you know, it's not it's not um sustainable if I don't. No, because right. then I'll be like, I'm not happy doing this. Yeah, and you have to trust your gut sometimes too. Your mm -hmm. gut, and then other things that are happening around you that you get feedback on. That yeah, we have to move sure. forward with that for information. Sure. Absolutely. Even though sometimes we're like, we don't want to, or whatever. Uh -huh. It's like that's just that's life. Life is partly letting go of you know of diving in and not being afraid of what everybody thinks. Yeah. Because otherwise, we wouldn't do anything. Yes, absolutely. Imagine like, oh, I I've decided that I want to head the PTA. You know. It's like, well, half the women don't like you. It's like, well, oh, well, 
Well, and just like you always talk about in politics, half of the country is not going to like the person who's picked to be president. <laughs> it's 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 just guaranteed. Literally, half so, of the country is going to think you're an evil monster. They're gonna, <laughs> and they're going to write about it incessantly. You know, yeah, I do. I do really have a lot of respect for those leaders. I, I like I've like I've said before. I don't know if I'm a tough enough cookie for that. No, job. I don't. Yeah, that's a you tough. Know, I met sensitive. Joe Biden the other day at so the airport, sensitive. and uh, oh, I love that. He's such a friendly person. Will you tell them the story? I think it's oh. hilarious. Oh, so your Joe Biden encounter. Joe Biden. We have a very small airport here in Missoula, Tiny. and there's Joe Biden kind of standing out on the curb. Of he our... had his tour. He had his like Joe Biden tour. Yeah, and he was doing like a speaking engagement at the U, which I didn't know. But he's standing out on the curb, you know, like waiting for a car to pick him up. And he's got like a, a man next to him. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's Joe Biden. And I start walking by him because I'm picking my husband up. And my husband comes out the door and he says, B, come over here. Go over to Joe Biden. Come on, go say hi. Come on, let's come on over. And I'm like, I shout, no, I don't want to. And I keep walking. And then Cody's, Mike's friend comes up. And he's like, yo, come on over. Let's say hi to Joe. And Joe Biden's like standing there looking at me now. So then I have to walk over there after I said, no, I don't want to. And then he takes my hand. He's so nice. He was like, I feel for you. I apologize for your husband. And I was like, thanks, I Joe. That's so hilarious. But I'm just like, I just did not want to do that. And they were like, took pictures and. Uh, yeah. But your picture with him is hilarious. And I. He, because you're standing literally right in front he, of him. I know my husband's like, why are you in front of him? Now you're blocking him. And I have my finger up like number one, but he put me in front of him. I didn't do that on purpose. He shoved me in front of him. Joe did that. If you're listening to Joe. Hey, Joe. Anyway, he, you know, of all the things Joe Biden has been through, he was, you know, his wife and daughter were killed in a car accident when he was young. His son just passed of a brain cancer. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? And here he is, like, at the airport. But you can tell he has this just genuinely happy soul. Yeah. Like, he was very... Yeah. He was happy. He likes his job. I love it. He loves his job. I feel for you. I feel for you. So quick to the wit, too. Yeah, so witty. I love that. And, um... But anyway... I love witty people, too. But what a great attitude to... I want to have a good attitude, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Maybe that's my goal. And I think I have a good attitude most of the time. You have a great attitude. Except when I haven't eaten, maybe. Well, then that's why we keep <laughs> snacks around. <laughs> the other day, we were trying to write our bios for some big project we're getting ready to do. Oh and God, um, you got so grumpy. My daughter came over, and I was just like, I had pieces of paper strewn everywhere. It was nothing. It was like three sentences. And I'm like, I do not like this. I do not like any of this. This is horrible, horrible stuff. And she's like, Mom, have you eaten? And I'm like... <laughs> I ate a cheese omelet. <laughs> oh my gosh. I wasn't even there. We were just messaging each other and I'm like, uh oh, she's grumpy. <laughs> You're like, never mind, it's fine. I'm like, stop it. Okay, everybody knows you here well enough to know that you do not mean it when you say that. Never mind, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> ah, so that's my New Year's resolution. One, to just eat. eat more. Eat. Eating is a good thing. Eating healthy things, Eating perhaps. Eating improve your attitude. Eating healthy check, things. Check, check. Check. Like two birds with one stone. How do I improve attitude? By eating. eating. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, what else for 2019? What else are your either resolutions or intentions or goals? I'm going to work on tribal shaming. You mean not doing it so much. <laughs> 
I'm going to work on doing more tribal shaming. Because <laughs> it's, let me tell you, effective. <laughs> it's a great technique. I'm going to continue to use it. Yes, I recommend it with your children as well. <laughs> now I'm going to work on, um, I'm having a hard time transitioning to grown, the grown children. Yes. And that they have partners and lives. Yes. As they should. Yes, as we've talked about. As we've talked about. And uh -huh. so, you know, as we've talked about the Christmas thing, mm -hmm. I'm going to work on Joe just walked by today, and we're having a family dinner tonight. And she said, "Oh, but so and so is having a Christmas party." And I was like, "Well, can you tell them you got to go later? This is planned ahead of time." You're like, "I and only you see leave. you every day <laughs> for hours a day, and I think you need to come to my house for dinner. My family dinner. This is my family. You are part of my family, Joe." <laughs> You will come to my no house No one for else's family. Uh, you came from my uterus. Oh my God, I'm going to be like that with my kids. It's bad. Yikes. It's a bad thing. So anyway, I'm going to work on being more gracious. Oh my gosh, the other day, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. But um, my mom was in town helping take care of Frankie. And um, Huxley, like, I, I don't know. I probably made her go to bed or something that was totally normal. And she started crying. And she goes, I wish Graham was my mom. Oh. And I was like, obviously, I should have just been mature and been like, whatever. Just let her have her little tantrum. But I'm like, Huxley, do you know how much that hurts my feelings that you said that you want Graham to be your mom? And then she, like, being more mature than I am as a four-year-old, she was like, Mom, I meant I want you and Graham to both be my moms. And I'm like, Good job. The, I'm she's like, a diplomat know, right she's there. She's so diplomatic. I'm like, oh, nice save, Huxley. Good job, Hux. But isn't that funny that I even got jealous of her saying she wanted my mom? To Your be mom, mom, too. Like, how nice is that? See, someone that's, like, related yeah. to you. Oh, yeah. Keep it on yeah. my side of the family. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're going to be both be working on that. We'll be working on that. Yeah. Because I'm sure you guys are, too. No, probably they're all more mature than we are. Oh, well, whatever. Maybe some of you who yeah. struggle with it will with find the, solace in the fact that we also do. My attachment issues. Well, yeah. Okay, sorry I interrupted. You're talking about tribal shaming. Anyway, when that's, how effective it I'm is. I'm going to work on okay. being more gracious with my children, okay. my grown children. What about your coworkers? That'd be mm. nice, too. <laughs> <laughs> no more tribal shaming with my coworkers. I'm kidding. <laughs> Are you up at 11 p.m. working? You should be because I, I am. <laughs> Did so-and-so get their cert? I don't know. Been nobody for four hours. Nobody cares right now. Everyone's asleep. Yeah, right. So, so funny. anyway. Um, okay. More gracious. Better attitude. Eat more. Eat more. Uh-huh. Those are mine. Okay. Those yeah. are good. Those are good. What about yours? You said a few. I yeah, know. like I said, I'm going to just, I'm going to stay my path regardless of what anybody else thinks about yes, it. Yes, I like that. While still trying to serve all of you beautiful people in the ways that I can, the best of my oh. abilities. Mm -hmm. And do. And do. I'm also, I'm going to prioritize spending more time with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, we which you've about been that. doing very w good, well at. Thank you. Which I we think. talked about in the last podcast. I've You've been modeling for me, too. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, and guess what? The Ulover still functions. I know. Fine. <laughs> it is sort of shocking. To be like, they don't need me in I the know. office? I, the other day, day, I was like, I, I, we, Kaylee oh, had her smiling. baby last week, and I was sick last week, and I was just, you know, when I finally came in, I'm like, oh, everything's just... You're like, oh, it's, 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 actually, it's actually fine. Operating Things great. function without us around. I know. It's kind of shocking. But, yeah. yeah. Pretty nice. Pretty darn nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... 
Yeah, I am. Um, okay, You've been so modeling that well. More time with my family. Like I said in the last podcast, I'm not going to teach my night class anymore. Um, I just want to be around my family. And it's a, it's a new family. And we are, uh, as you also know, uh, trying to buy this property. And so I am very excited to put some of my creative energy into designing and and envisioning this um, home that I want to live in for many, many years to come and that I want my children and their families to be able to come to. I love, um, do you guys ever watch The Family Stone at Christmas? It's one of my favorite favorite Christmas movies, but it also Never heard of it. involves a, a parent that dies. Oh my oh. God, it's the best movie. It's got Claire Danes, Rachel McAdams. Oh, I love um, those. Luke Wilson. Um, is that Diane, a Hallmark Diane movie? Keaton. No, no, no. It's like a Hollywood. Like, it's a good movie. And it's called The Family Stone? Yeah, their last name is Stone. Oh, I thought it was like I a family it's... stone. Like a stone. Yeah, that's, it's a story about a rock. <laughs> it was the foundation for our family. <laughs> um, but I just love the dynamics of, like, all the grown children and their partners coming home Oh, for I Christmas. should probably watch it. You should it. watch it. I've told you to watch it. Just watch the movie. Okay. It's so good. Family Stone. Family Stone. Um, and I just have visions of this home that we, you know, put a bunch of our resources and energy and love into that our kids want to come home to. Like, that, when I think about my life and what I want my life to look like, I want that. Yeah, me too. And we're on the beginning of building it, you know, so I'm excited. Oh, yeah. and I'm excited sort of to start building design that. Design it the way you kind of yeah, envision it. Yeah, and I see it. this, like, big open floor plan and, and this, like, you know, just tons of windows and just comfy sitting areas and a fireplace that everyone wants to gather the around. And then, like, and a nice kitchen with, like, a bar with or a something. With a bar that everyone can, sit, like, up sit up there. Yeah. yeah. The kids can do their homework And then we have at. a view of the creek. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I've got, I, I, I want to put my creative energy into building the life that I really want for my family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think 2019 is going to be the year of my family. Your family. That's mm -hmm. a good one. I like that. Yeah. And making decisions that benefit me and my family. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't want to neglect Ula by any means, but I'm, I'm, I want to, I want to focus on my family. Oh, I love that. Well, I have, I have one little piece I want to read. Okay. For, um, I would love that. That I picked out for, since it's going to be January 7th when this comes out. I haven't heard this yet, so I'm excited. Okay. Okay. I hope that in this year to come, you make mistakes. Because if you are making mistakes, then you are making new things. Trying new things, learning, living, pushing yourself, changing yourself, changing your world. You're doing things you've never done before. And more importantly, you're doing something. Mm. So that's my wish for you and all of us and my wish for myself. Make new mistakes. Make glorious, amazing mistakes. Make mistakes nobody's ever made before. Don't freeze. Don't stop. Don't worry that it isn't good enough or it isn't perfect. Whatever it is, art or love or work or family or life, whatever it is you're scared of doing, do it. Oh, I love that. Neil Gaiman, author. Oh, that is Isn't so that awesome. Good. Yeah, that's so good. And before we end this, I do also have to say a couple things. Uh, I'm super excited for Ulocation this year. For Woo! some reason, I feel really excited about it. Maybe because it's like, you know, going into winter. But just like to spend time with all of you people who, who are coming. Um, there's still room if you aren't signed up yet. But it's so fun 
just to hang out and relax on the beach. Oh I'm my really gosh, and that. I love that place so much. And I oh, and it got a like a lot of places. It got like a multi-million dollar renovation. Redo. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about that to see casas with pools on the this beautiful sandy beach. That sounds nice. Sometimes I pinch myself that this is literally part of our job. I know it's, it's like kind oh, of crazy. Darn, you have to go there when I know, right? Um, and you guys help us out with this part. We're not going to do um, four new workshops in 2019. Um, uh, it just, we have enough demand for the ones that we did last year that we're going to do some more of those. Um, but we want to, we want to develop at least two new ones. Yes, at least, at least two, two new ones. New ones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you guys have any topics that you want to um, explore as a group, let us know because we're in the process of, of starting to brainstorm Creating. and figure out what we want to do for those. We have some ideas, but we want to hear from you. Anything that you uh, want to just sit around with a group of amazing people and just work through and talk through and laugh through and cry through. And dance through. And, and dance through. All sorts Let's of things do it. through. Yeah. yeah. So let us know. Um, yeah. So, and I, I don't mean to... And, I, I now I'm now I'm obviously concerned that I've said something that's like oh people are gonna think I'm not like committed to Ula this year I still very oh, much no, am. Oh no, we love Ula. We, yeah. Oh we God, love we love Ula. Ula. So when I say I want to commit to my family, it doesn't mean that I want to neglect Ula. It just means I need to shift a little bit. Um, You're modeling for all of us. Well, yeah. Yeah. Balance. I guess so. But I still very much am excited for the creative aspect of Ula as well. But tell us what you want. We'd love to. We'd love to build an experience that is what you guys want. Yes. And need. Love that. Um, happy New Year. Happy Happy New Year. Here's to 2019. Let's make it a good one. Yes. Love you guys. Love you. Bye bye.